What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Lee Hammock, also known as Mental Illness Across Social Media. If this is your first time seeing my face, I am a diagnosed narcissist that uses his platform to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder and also in the process validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about when you discard a narcissist and them making your life hard, just torturing you. Because this, people are always ask me about narcissistic injury, like what causes the some of the, the biggest injuries to the narcissist ego. And discarding a narcissist is probably, <sighs> cheat on a narcissist is big, but discarding a narcissist and like, or divorcing a narcissist, moving, like removing the narcissist from your life probably causes the biggest narcissistic injury. Because a lot of narcissistic people have those, you know, abandonment issues. Like we don't want to be left alone. We're scared to be by, be by ourselves. Um, but treating you so we treat you so badly, but you stay for so long. A lot of a lot of people stay for so long. We don't ever expect you to leave. So the treatment becomes like kind of second nature. You know, you're just doing it. Like we know we're doing wrong. We know we're not doing. We know we're not doing the correct stuff. I know a lot of a lot of narcissistic people do things. Uh, do they? They know what they're doing. Like they just do, but they don't know why they are doing it. And me for a very very long time, I knew I was doing wrong stuff. I knew I, I knew I was doing wrong. I just never knew why until I found out about narcissistic personality disorder. And I got diagnosed. That's literally, and it gave me the answers to the questions that I have always been asking for. But back to the topic at hand, when you discard a narcissist, it's like it's a it kills a narcissist's ego, especially when a, especially when a narcissist is held in high high esteem and things like that. People like the narcissistic person. People they people look up to this person. People are you know admire this person or you know and you know uh, well, what's what I'm looking for. People look up to this person and you know hold this person in high esteem. But when you discard them, you are not holding them in high esteem. You holding them in low esteem. You are put pretty much putting a nick in the armor. How dare you discard that narcissist? And who cares what they did to you? And as you know, that's that's not that's narcissistic mindset right there. Who cares what I did to you? You're supposed to stand by my side. Who cares? You did stuff to me. I didn't leave you, or did I? You know, and I stood by your side, but you're gonna leave me? How dare you? And the narcissist, like when you reject them, when you discard them, oh my goodness, you just unleash the gates. You've opened up the gates because a lot of times they want to torture you. They want to make your life a living hell, a living hell on earth. And make it make your life. The goal, the overall goal of it is. I'm gonna go into it deeper, but the overall goal of it is to make your life so hard without them that you just come back. That you would rather just live with them and be with them, as opposed to not being with them, because they make your life so difficult. They withhold finances. They show up at your job. They keep calling you incessantly, blowing you up, being being hysterical. Um, unaliving, th- threatening to unalive themselves. Like I said, showing up at your job, calling your job, trying to get you fired. They make your life so sad and so sick, and so they torture you so much that you think to yourself, "Dang, I might as well just be with this person. At least, I, at least it is is worse being is worse without them than being with them. You know, it's yeah, yeah, it's worse without them than being with them. So I might as well just be with them, and all the calls and popping up at work and all the stuff will stop." I know the bad stuff I'm going to get at home if I'm with them, if I'm living with this person or if I'm in a relationship with this person. I know that bad stuff. But this stuff right here is just totally unnecessary, you know, and sometimes they don't stop. Sometimes they're you have like you have to force them to stop. People ask me, like, how do I get them to stop? 
Call the police. I know people people are hesitant to call the police. I don't want to get the police involved. I want to protect this person. You got to call the police. You got to get other people involved because you can't do it by yourself. Because I did an episode very recently on protecting the narcissist. Like when you're protecting the narcissist and you're trying to keep you, you, you don't want people to think badly of them. You don't want to call the police on them because they got previous charges or they, you know, don't they have a clean record and you don't want to tarnish their record. They're going to use that against you. You're too nice to call the police on me. So you, you got to handle this on your own. Face me. Come face me like a coward. I mean, not like a coward. Come face me, you coward. You, we broke up. You owe me a two minute con. You owe me a ten minute conversation face to face. You know. What I mean? They, and they always try to get you face to face. They want to beat you down to the point where you just sit down face to face. They want to wear you down to the point where they sit down face. Well, you sit down face to face. They haven't apologized for anything. Um, they haven't sincerely apologized for anything. They just give you the open ended apologies, like I'm sorry for everything. They don't go into details. They don't go into specifics. They don't go into anything else. They literally just say I'm sorry for everything. That's all. That's all they say. I'm sorry for everything. And you take them back, and then things get worse, and then you don't want to leave because you know you know what's you know what's on the other side of leaving. That torture, that craziness, that, that insanity, that blowing up, showing up at your job, writing you letters, emailing you, Snapchatting you crazily. You know what I mean? Just continuously sending you voice messages, Instagramming you, stalking you, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And you, like I said, and the goal is to beat you down to the point where you just feel like, I might as well just be with this person. Because when I'm without them right now, it's terrible. But with them, at least I can control the terribleness. I can't control them popping up, popping up, popping up at my job and calling my job and trying to get me fired and stuff like that. I can't control them calling my parents and blowing my friends up. I can't control them trying to smear campaign me on Facebook. The smear campaign is another part of it, too, because once you break up with them, they want to protect their reputation and just make it seem like you are at fault for the breakup. Or yeah, or it was amicable. Hey, guys. And know me and my wife or me and my, you know, me, oh no, me and my husband. Um, we have been going through a few things in private. And we're not we're no longer together right now, but we please respect our privacy um, during this time. We don't, I don't know where to, where to go from here, but please respect our privacy. And they're just putting, you know, and they're just putting stuff out there on the Internet for other people to see. So go ahead and protect their character in front of you and stuff like that. You know, what I mean? not necessarily just in front of you, but in front of everybody online. You know what I mean? and you see it, too, because like, if you haven't blocked them, I say you have to cut off all forms of contact. And you know, the, the way the world goes, yeah. <clears throat> they can blow you up. They like you can block their phone number. They can go, go on Google and create another number in five minutes. You can block their email. They, they create another email in five minutes and be contacted you again. They can create another Snapchat. They can create another Instagram. They can literally find. They, they can. They're, they're going to find a way to contact you. You have to be strong enough to say no to them and get other people involved and tell your story to the correct people to get you get some help because sometimes you can't do it by yourself. <clears throat> they want you to do it by yourself. The narcissist wants you to stay by yourself because you are not strong. Like by yourself is how you got with them. By yourself is how you spent so much time with them. Get out, get some help, and call. Like I said, don't be afraid to call the police. Get the police involved. I don't care who it is. Call the police. Get it on record. Get it on record. I know the police just showed up. They didn't do anything, but at least they know now. Because if you keep waiting, waiting, waiting until it escalates, people are. But yeah, I don't like when I. One thing I've learned from doing these one on ones and things like that is I don't put anything past anyone. People will pop up on you. People will show up at your house. People will do anything in their in their power to mess with you, so you know to, to get back at you. And some of these people are just not just regular narcissists. They're psychopaths. They're sociopaths, and they have that mindset: if I can't have you, no one will. And they'll go through with that. You see that all the time online, like uh, a slurter, slew a slide. You know what I said? You have to protect yourself at all costs. Get the police involved. Use the Second Amendment. 
I don't believe in the second. Use the second amendment to keep yourself alive. Because if you had kids involved, that makes it even harder because they're going to use the kids. Imagine having kids with this person. They showing up at your house at 2 a.m. to check on the kids. Look, I'm just doing a welfare check on my kids. I just want to look. I'm not, look, I'm not here to see you. I know it's 2.30 in the morning. I'm just doing a welfare check on my kids. They didn't call. They just showed up. You wake up in the morning. They sit in your driveway. Protect yourself from that craziness. You have to. Because they want to get it to the point where you're so scared, that you are so fearful, that you feel so beaten down, that you feel so drained, that you just would rather be with them as opposed to not. That's the goal. That's the goal of a narcissist in the, after the breakup, after you discard them. They, the begging, the plying, plying, the begging, the pleading, the crying, all the, the sniffling, the snot nose right the mouth. Yeah, I love you so much. Please don't leave me. Please, please don't leave me, please. I'll be good. I'll be better. <laughs> don't fall for that. I know. And don't fall for them telling, like, the worst thing I hear, like, this wasn't the worst thing. This is my, one of my pet peeves. The only reason I got back with them is because they told me everything I wanted to hear. Duh. Duh. Why would they, if they want to get back with you, why would they tell you everything that you don't want to hear? Duh. They tell, they're going to tell you everything that you want to hear to get back with you. Duh. Lee, that duh was kind of mean. It needs to be mean because you need to realize how silly that is to accept for them to tell you everything that they want that you want to hear and you need to hear. Of course, they're going to do that if they want to be with you or keep you around or people are hold you hostage in this relationship. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. Actions over words. Consistent change behavior is the only acceptable apology. Consistent change behavior. Not a, I'm sorry, girl, don't leave me. They don't work. They don't work no more. We're not letting that work anymore. Anyways, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Successful one. I hope y'all take this, take heed to this information. I mean, protect yourself if you, if you discard a narcissist. You know, don't give them your, if you have to move out, hide and ghost, leave them the, and leave them the best way possible. People are going to ask me how to leave. How do you, how do you leave them? The best way possible. If you have to leave while they're at work, you have to pack yourself while they're at work to avoid violence or an argument or them trying to begging and pleading, do it that way. You know, if you have to tell them because of kids and stuff like that, do it that way. Just protect yourself. Have people get other people involved and stop trying to do it by yourself. Dear Lord, stop trying to do it by yourself. Get online, get on Narc Talk. I got a million followers on TikTok now. There's people in there to help you out. Just they're, they're, they are there. Anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I truly appreciate everybody. If you're listening to, listening to this on Apple Music and Spotify, please hit that five stars for me. Um, give me a good review. And if you're watching this on YouTube, Subscribe to the channel. Why y'all tripping? I hate all these views and not enough subs. What y'all doing? Don't stop tri- stop tripping. You watch it anyway. Might as well hit the subscribe button. It don't hurt, it don't hurt you to hit the subscribe button. <laughs> Anyways, y'all. I, tru- I truly appreciate all of y'all. Thank you so much. Mental Illness is out. Peace.